You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle War Report family? It's your guy Ike Jones, and we're back with another morning drop to take today, talking a little bit more about the matchup this weekend versus New Mexico State. We want to talk key matchups and how can Auburn walk out of the Jordan Hare Stadium once again with a victory. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on. Morning drop. It is Wednesday, November the 15th. You got Ike Jones, Mike G in here talking a little more Auburn football. Auburn versus New Mexico State coming up this weekend. Mike mm. G, how you feeling? Ah, pretty good. Uh, Auburn is on a winning streak, Isaac. <laughs> uh, a winning streak they hope uh, culminates in at least a four-game winning streak. Uh, a lot. Some people are freaking out about this game because Hugh Freeze lost it last year as the head coach of Liberty. Uh, so we'll get into some of the matchups, but I, I don't think that people have as much to worry about as some fear mongers would like you to believe. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, can't look past anybody, but yeah, I don't know if comparing Hugh Freeze and a Liberty team versus New Mexico State uh, is yeah. exactly the same thing. But, you know, hey, you're welcome to do that. Uh, before we get into the conversation, of course, we want you to guys to share the video at The War Report on social media. Hashtag get your weight up. We appreciate all the shares out there. Go ahead and give a thumbs up on the video if you're in here. Go ahead and do it right now. Don't forget to go and do it later. Go ahead and give that thumbs up right now, and we definitely appreciate that. If you're out there in the land of podcasts re-listening to this, then you can go ahead and share this content as well. Give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you're listening to, and we appreciate that as well. Uh, let's get into the conversation, though. Today, New Mexico State is the opponent for Auburn this weekend. And uh, listen, New Mexico State, Conference USA, headed to their uh, conference championship, already locked in that spot. And um, are there any matchups that you're seeing out here for New Mexico State on Auburn's defense versus New Mexico State's offense where you're like, Auburn really needs to be able to lock down in this area? You can't let this quarterback be good. You can't. Uh, look. Uh, 59% passer, sub 60%. You know, it's throwing six interceptions on a season. Uh, they're completely gettable. Uh, you just, you have to get, like, Auburn's defensive backs have to win this game. Uh, they have to win this matchup. Uh, again, this is an opponent you should beat. So you dominate the matchups where it's strength or weakness for sure. Um, and the New Mexico State passing game is, is nothing to write home about. Now, you know, they do have uh, 22 over 2,200 yards on the season uh, so far. Uh, but uh, their receivers have 15 drops hmm. on the season. So uh, they're not catching the ball at a high rate. Um, and to, to quantify that for you, um, that takes this guy's adjusted average from 59.6 to 70%. That's how much they're dropping the ball. Right. So Auburn's defensive backs should eat in this one. Uh, you got a bunch of receivers who can't as much as people like to complain about Auburn's receivers. Oof, New Mexico states are not good. Right. Um, and I think that that's the matchup that I'm watching there. Don't let them get anything going through the air because that's how you're, they're going to have to beat a team like Auburn. They're going to have to score points. Right. And they're going to have to move the ball. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to run on this 
defense at all. So I'm looking at the Auburn defensive backfield versus the New Mexico State passing game. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, New Mexico State is a rushing team, you know, primarily. Yeah. They are number 11, actually, in the country at 204.3 yep. yards per game. Their leading rusher on the team is the quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. So we talked about early in the season how Peyton Thorne was the leading rusher for Auburn. I don't know that that's a winning proposition for a team no. facing Auburn is having your quarterback be the guy. Now, he gets a lot of it on scrambles, but he does do some design runs and things of that nature. I don't I don't think you can survive if your quarterback's going to be the leading rusher, especially considering uh, Diego Pavia, who is the leading uh, who is the starting quarterback for New Mexico State, is dealing with an injury right now. Got injured a little bit in the last game uh, versus uh, Western Kentucky and has mm -hmm. been hobbled a little bit this week. Is expected expected to play. He's a tough kid, but if he's going to come into this game not at 100% and he is the engine that makes your offense go, New Mexico State's going to have trouble moving the football against Auburn. Yeah, I would I can agree with that, right? You can't have him be your leading rusher in this one. Uh, you know, unless your name's Jaden Daniels. Right. <laughs> Being the leading rusher is usually not a good thing uh, because that dude is still throwing for 300 and running for 100-something, 200 yards. He's not going to do that in this one. Um, if they're one-dimensional, there's no way he gets off on the ground. So, uh, like I said, Auburn, just they need to take care of business in this one. Um, continue to feel what it's like to dominate weaker opponents headed into the Iron Bowl. Now, they can't. I'm not, I'm not advocating for them looking ahead, yeah. but... No, um, like handle but, business and, and get it out of the way early so you mm -hmm. can put the backups in. Yeah, nobody, this game should not be in doubt at all, right? Um, it, if it is, it is a complete and utter failure in terms of preparation. Yeah, it's just not, you're um, not coming into the game focused if you if you yeah, let this be a close not, game. Yeah, for sure. So um, also looking... Um, you know, again, Auburn's linebackers in the run game, you mentioned that they are the number 11 rush team. You know, can they continue the streak that they're on? You know, Hugh Freeze felt like they had their best game. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at that group and you're thinking, can they continue to take strides at that linebacker position um, and uh, build some momentum there headed into the Iron Bowl? Yeah, that's going to be key for this team is really just because, again, next week you're going to be going against a dynamic rushing quarterback again. And we've had a streak of dynamic rushing quarterbacks that Auburn's had to face this season. You need to go ahead and start to uh, or you need to continue, I should say, that process of making sure that you're getting your run fits properly set up and you're being disciplined in your eye, eye discipline. Because I think New Mexico State is going to go out here and they're going to try to throw the kitchen sink as far as eye candy and uh, yeah. trick plays and all that sort of thing. Discipline in what you're supposed to be doing, just doing your job out there is going to be super crucial to making sure they're not getting a bunch of uh, explosive plays because, listen, they're not throwing the ball for a ton of yards, but they are averaging, I have it on here somewhere, yards per completion, uh, somewhere around ninth in the country, if I'm not mistaken, at 14.63 yards per completion. So they uh -huh. are... They're not throwing it a bunch, but when they do, they're getting big plays in the pass game because they're able to run the ball so well with the play action. So you just got to kind of do your job and make sure they're not getting those explosives in the pass game that they like to get with this offense. Yeah, last week they only averaged 5.9 yards per completion. They took uh, seven shots down in the field. Isaac didn't complete not a one. Uh, I mean, again, they're not pushing the ball down the field. They're not able to push the ball down the field. Not consistently uh, at all, no. Right, yeah, so so – if you if you think about in a way you're defending a shortened field, 
which is advantage defense. It's why red zone defense gets tougher, right? right? Suddenly, uh, 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 the back of the end zone becomes like another defender. The field shrinks, and it gets easier to defend, and teams have to be more creative in a tighter space. Um, they're going to have to be really creative, I think, to move the ball against Auburn on Saturday. Yeah, and I, I like I said, again, I expect them to do that. I expect a lot of just, you know— trickery going on from them so it's going to be crucial that this Auburn defense is being disciplined um let's go ahead and talk about the other side of the football Auburn's offense facing New Mexico State's defense and um you know this is a team in Auburn who has found some things offensively but still needs to work out I think a little bit the passing game but the run game has been effective Jarquez Hunter going crazy recently. The offensive line doing a really great job. Props to Connor Lou for stepping in. True freshman helping to keep the train moving in terms of no drop-off at all. If anything, they've done a better job since he's gotten in there as far as their ability to create rush lanes. Uh, any key matchups that you're looking at for the Auburn offense versus the New Mexico State defense? Uh, again, I'm looking at the offensive line versus their D-line. Last week, uh, Auburn dominated the trenches. They did. Um, that was domination. a big, <laughs> absolute domination in the trenches. And this, this is the biggest difference between a team like Auburn Ike, and a team like New Mexico State is offensive and defensive line. Um, can they continue to take strides there, uh, um, you know, to finish out the season strong? Now, they lose a lot on this offensive line after this season is over. Uh, but the young guy, Connor Luman, has gotten in and played well in the time that he's been here. Um, and so been in. So uh, I'm going to be looking at him again. The veterans continue to do what you've been doing the last few games. But the young guys, this is a good opportunity for Auburn to build depth on that offensive line at a couple positions for the future. Uh, so, you know, we'll see if Hugh Freeze tests some of those other linemen if, if Auburn gets up big in this one. But uh, I'm looking at them to dominate there um, and, and give the skill positions a chance and time to do what they need to do at running back and wide receiver. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be important. Uh, I talked about this a little bit on yesterday for Auburn to figure out how they want to get the pass game going in this one. I don't think it should be a force thing. It's going to be interesting. I wonder if they're going to come in with a Samford-like game plan and say, hey, we're just going to throw the ball a bunch so that we can get that timing down with the receivers um, and, and figure out ways that we can get the pass game going. Or are they going to say, hey, let's just go out here and dominate in the trenches, run the ball, uh, and be stubborn and say, hey, we're just going to run the football because they've taken both approaches in different games and said, all right, we're just going to run the ball and assert our dominance, and then we'll let the pass game come. Are they going to be stubborn and try to throw the ball a bunch so that they can get the reps in the pass game and potentially get off to a slow start if it's not cranking out the way that they want to? Or are they just going to play it straight up? I think it's going to be interesting because I expect New Mexico State to do the same thing that these other teams have been doing, which is devote a bunch of attention to stopping the run, which should mean the pass game is open early. Can Peyton Thorne and those wide receivers get on the same page and make sure that they are making the the open catches that have been there all season, whether Peyton Thorne hasn't seen them or wide receivers haven't caught them, can we get on the same page for this game and see statistically one of Peyton Thorne's better games as the quarterback in this one? Uh, you know what? Um, I'm with you. Uh, I also, hot take, would like to see Peyton Thorne throw, run the ball less. Hmm. Uh, similarly to Texas A&M, going into the Iron Bowl, I don't think he's going to be able to be effective runner against Bama. 
right? Um, so to be clear, I'm not saying that Peyton Thorne can't run the ball at all. I'm saying I don't think it's going to work versus Alabama. Um, you know, again, negative yards rushing versus Texas A&M. Um, Bama's going to hone in on trying to take away anything on tape that you even look like you've done well. So defensively, I think they're really going to hone. I'd like to see the running backs get more of those carries and Payne Thorne carry the team more with his arm than with his legs. Just me, right? Um, so he's got, he had like, you know, last week he had 11 carries. Um, you know, DeMar Austin had 12. He came in late and they handed it off to him uh, quite a bit. But realistically, Peyton Thorne was the second leading rusher on this team. I, I would like to see that be one of the running backs. Um, I don't think Peyton Thorne with his legs works against the better teams in our league. I just don't. Um, so uh, when, you, when you've got those horses on the other side of the defense that are fast and can tackle, um, you know, again, he ran over a guy last week and everybody was like, oh, like, I don't, he's not running over anybody next week. So I don't think he uh, needs to. I think yeah, you know, just yeah, right. the opportunities so, that are there in front of him. And if it's there it to the running backs, yeah, he should yeah. do it. If it's not, then yeah. yeah, hand it off or throw the ball. But I do want to see him be able to utilize his arm and be efficient. More, yes. Yeah, yeah. I want his throws to go up and his runs to go down. Um I think I think that that'll be more of a winning uh, uh formula. So whether they want to show that this week or not. I don't know. I just feel like it, you know, it took him so long in the season to kind of get going with his arm. The extra reps would not be a bad thing, especially if he's not going to play this whole game. <laughs> right. Um, let him continue to feel good throwing the ball uh, because he's going to need to do it next week. Um, so I would not take, I just, again, I would not take reps away from him in the passing game heading into the iron bowl. I would not. Um, so 93 yards rushing last week, Isaac. Other storyline in this one, Jarquez Hunter, man, it needs 255 yards to hit 1,000 on the season. So uh, he could get a good chunk of that next week, um, uh, this, this Saturday. Uh, you know, run for 150, 160 against the bad opponent. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and only you only need 100 yards in the Iron Bowl, which is totally reasonable. Uh, so I would like that given, you know, missing the first game of the season, I think, I think that'd be a pretty good feat for him the way this yeah. offense has gone so far this year. Um, but I would definitely like to see him get to the thousand yard mark. Uh, you know, uh, when was the last time Auburn had a thousand yard back? Uh, I mean, Tank Bigsby technically did it. I think he did it under Harson concluding the bowl game. Mm, yeah. I mean, it would, it would just be nice. It used to be an automatic. Thousand-yard backs used to be an automatic thing at Auburn. It has become a thing of the past. Yeah. Or, or yeah, like, and I would just like to see it again. So, um, given how the division of reps, that thousand yards that he will have gotten, even more impressive. So, um, yeah, it'll be nice to see. And then Demari Austin coming back from the injury uh, again. He had twelve reps, so he had the second most reps in the run game last Saturday. Want to see him continue to get those reps uh, uh, in case of emergency. Right. So uh, he fought his way back from injury. Definitely will reward a guy who puts in the work. Um, and, and I think they have I think they have a chance to do something special uh, uh, next Saturday. But continue to make build momentum. Right. Do not kill your momentum by playing a sloppy game on Saturday. Right. Right. You know, I, I mean, I think everybody's expecting Auburn to win this one. Uh, the question is just by how much. Right. Um, so uh, I got Auburn 49, New Mexico State. 14. Drive.
War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. We are going to go into the comments section to see what you guys are talking about this morning right here on the morning drop with the war poor Max effort gets us started off with saying Pavia is a gritty QB, but the Auburn defense is going to eat his lunch. Yeah, they're going to be one-dimensional. I agree with this. They're going to eat his lunch. They should eat his lunch. Yeah. Uh, his defense is surging right now. They've been playing well all season. I I don't expect that they're going to fall asleep in this one. Yeah, the defense um, has not been an issue. Again, Sons, the LSU game, the defense has come to play every single week. And even in the LSU game, I'm, I don't want to say they didn't come to play. They didn't get very much help from the offense, but definitely gave up a lot of points in that game. But outside of that, which is a statistical anomaly versus one of the best offenses in college football, in in our opinion here at the War Report, the best player in college football leading the helm over there, Auburn has been great on defense. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that turnover streak continues this week as well. But Knox Cleveland says, as uh, as long as we don't get ahead of ourselves, we should be fine. Wow, man, these things, these these cupcake games are so mental, man. Come yeah. in and dominate these guys. You should. There's no reason to not dominate this game. Yeah, absolutely. No reason to not be dominant is exactly correct. Kyle Sweat jumps in and says, DB's already lining up at the buffet. He is expecting the defensive backs to eat in this game. Mm. One thing of note is they do have some tall receivers here on this New Mexico State team. A couple of guys, 6'2", 6'3". So it's going to be interesting to see how our defensive backs are able to uh, – make sure that they are standing up against what might be just some wild, we're going to throw it up and hope, you know, pray somebody's down there to catch it type of situations. Um, but the pass rush, I think, is going to be important to make sure that Pavia doesn't ever feel comfortable. This kid's a gunslinger. He will he can he can let it rip downfield for some mm. big plays. You got to make him uncomfortable, and you got to make sure that he is not able to utilize his legs listen their backup quarterback just on the subject of talking about you know their pass game is actually their third leading receiver right now on the team which is wow. nuts. <laughs> so they have a backup um, quarterback who's essentially a wide receiver mm. if Pavi is not going to be able to get into the game this is going to get super interesting super quick uh would not be surprised to see a pick six in this one mm. I would hope. I hope we do get to see it. I mm, want to see who see hasn't gotten the pick in this one. Keontae Scott hasn't gotten an interception yet this year. Um, he's. I think he's the only starting DB that has not gotten an interception uh, mm. so far this season. So Keontae, back to back weeks headed to the zone, baby. Get you a yeah. pick six in here with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it to the house. Uh, 94 AU alum says need to play it straight up, run our offense and get reps for the first, second and third string players. Oh, it would be nice to see Holden Gurner throw the ball. I think I think hearing Coach Hugh Freeze talk about his regret for not being able to get Holden some throwing reps in the last game means that we do get to see him in this one. If they feel like the trenches are uh, solidified in this one early, I, I expect them to rotate in. 
whoever the second string quarterback is early third quarter and get some division of passing reps in for the uh, third string quarterback uh, before the fourth quarter ends. Yeah. He, reg- he regrets just not calling it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause they didn't, they didn't have him do anything but turn in there and hand, hand the ball off. Okay. Okay, coach. Uh, Michael Carlisle says, "I see us running the RPO up tempo to stay in the groove going into Bama. You got to. You got to go out there and run your stuff. Yeah, I can agree with this. No need to change up the formula if it's working." TK says, "Would like to see Clay play some more. He's huge and well liked. Speaking of Clay Wheaton, the offensive lineman there, Mm. I would like to see Clay Wheaton get in there and get some reps. We saw some of the backup offensive linemen get some reps against Arkansas. I noticed." Tyler Johnson was out there. EJ Harris was able to get some reps in there. It would be good to see Clay Wheaton get in there and get some reps as well. Um, Jonathan Boyson jumps in and says, both of our lines should dominate, especially the O-line after the way we looked last week. Hoping that we can continue the momentum we had versus Arkansas with the offensive line looking dominant out there. Uh, let's see here. Brad Bradley Kelly says, hot take, Austin has a big Iron Bowl. We're going hot takes a week early, jumping all the way into the Iron Bowl with this one. But, hey, listen, I'm I'm glad for anybody to have a big Iron Bowl. We need the whole squad out there doing their thing. Uh, yeah, a big Iron Bowl for Damari I think would be huge. Um, hear me out, Ike. The way this season's shaping up, and the way the young guy is coming along, I think there might be some smoke around Damari Austin to the portal. Potentially. Yeah, so I would, I think it would help for him to get a good amount of reps in, which is why I'm like, I don't want to give the give the ball to Damari. I mean, I, I, in this one, I don't, I don't want to see Peyton Thorne run the ball. I'd rather see those reps go to Damari. And I'm not saying none, I'm just saying, you know, 11, 12 carries for Peyton Thorne in this one. I'm, I'm not sure that's even necessary, right? Like, it's just going to be about, listen, is the yeah. RPO offense is about what the defense is doing. If they're crashing yeah. down on the run, Peyton's got to run it. There's no reason for him to hand it off sure. if he's not, if it doesn't make sense on the read. So you just got to do what the, the defense is giving you. Yeah, um, yeah. This would definitely help more, DeMar more get some reps in here. Corey Weber says, would like to see Hunter go for 150 in the first yes, half. Yes, yes, if, Lord, uh, yes. If, if Jarquez Hunter rushes for 150 in the first half, you absolutely turn um, and give the ball to Damari Austin for the rest of that game. Let Listen, if you're running that well, that means he's probably broken off a couple of long ones like he did versus Vandy early in the game. No need to prove or, or try to, unless he's looking for to get the all 200 and something in this game. Yeah, absolutely. 150, let him sit for the rest of the second half. Let D.A., Batty, yeah. uh, Sean Jackson, uh, all those guys get in here and get reps for the remainder of the game. Yeah, um, agreed. Uh, just I wanted to be as close as possible to that 1,000-yard number. Yeah. Going into the Iron Bowl. Uh, now, listen – It'd be nice to see him run for 200 on Bama. <laughs> Not gonna lie, uh, you have to be right at a thousand. Listen, you'll go way over it if you can. But um, you know, certainly you you gotta you gotta think that Alabama's going to be game planning this stop, Jarquez Hunter, um, and uh, the Auburn running game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes yeah. the most sense. If you got a dynamic yeah. rushing attack, then you're going to come in and say you're not going to run the ball on us. That's basically yeah, yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, that's what I, I expect them to do. Um, hopefully, uh, they flag Dallas Turner 
uh, a bunch <laughs> of times for everything. Yeah, uh, unlikely. Uh, and, but okay. and, and tribute to Smoke Monday, just targeted on everything. The first first play of the game, like just throw him out. <laughs> it's uh, very unlikely. He does still wear the <laughs> the uniform that apparently looks very similar to a, a referee uniform, so they feel like it's a home team. But Ooh, um, it's, yeah, it's a shame. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in that game. But for New Mexico State, I think that Auburn should be able to go out here and win this game. Mm. Again, it's going to come down to the trenches. And uh, Auburn has been playing really well on both sides of the football there. So if they are able to shut down the New Mexico State run game, which has been their bread and butter this season, and run the ball effectively, this game should be well in hand by the time the third quarter comes around. Protect the football. Been doing a good job of not having turnovers that's led to points. We need to continue that streak this week. Any final thoughts before we get out of here this morning, Mike? Yeah, look, man, dominate this game. Um, again, get your get some time uh, to guys who maybe haven't gotten some time so far this year. Um, maybe even see what you have just in case of injury in the Iron Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, these, this is your last real opportunity to get any real reps for other guys, right? Um, but I do want to see Peyton Thorne uh, continue to gain momentum with his arm. Like, you know, uh, 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 he's got to be, you know, just the way he's got to be a threat to to to, to run in the RPA is also going to be a threat to throw as well, too. And so um, I feel like he needs more work on the other. And, and because this is a game you should dominate, you should be able to do whatever you want against this team at this point in the season, right? Auburn is not riddled with injuries, and it's November. Yeah. Um, this might luckily be we had the, a lot of the injuries early in the season. Early, the guys are working yeah. their way back from injury as opposed to the opposite. So yeah, I would say this is like the healthiest this team has been as a whole in the final month of the season in a long time. Yeah. Right. So you got everybody there, spread the love, keep everybody healthy going into the Iron Bowl, and 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 you know, um, you know that's going to be a hard fought game. So uh, do what you need to do, man, to get ready for that one. That's that's what this game is for. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we appreciate you guys dropping with in with us. Until the next time, and as always, War Eagle. Drop. Drop.